Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com, the tool that makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Website creation is hard, but now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and goals, and the Wondersuite tools will automatically lay out your WordPress website or store in minutes. Seriously. From there, you can customize your design, pick your brand colors and add blocks, no custom theme or coding required. You'll get content suggestions that you can keep or revise. And with Yoast SEO built in, we automatically help you get found in search engines. From step-by-step -step guidance to suggested plugins to an AI-powered help bot, our built-in tools make WordPress wonderful for everyone. Maybe that's why Bluehost has been recommended by WordPress.org since 2005. Whether you're a beginner or a pro, you can join over 2 million Bluehost users. Go to bluehost.com slash wondersuite. That's bluehost.com slash wondersuite. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The topics and opinions expressed in the following show are solely those of the hosts and their guests and not those of W4CY Radio, its employees, or affiliates. We make no recommendations or endorsements for radio show programs, services, or products mentioned on air or on our web. No liability, explicit or implied, shall be extended to W4CY Radio or its employees or affiliates. Any questions or comments should be directed to those show hosts. Thank you for choosing W4CY Radio. Welcome to the Ask the Expert show on W4CY Radio and Talk 4 TV, where we bring you educational information from top local experts in the fields of legal, health, financial, and home improvement. Now sit back and listen to experts in family law, association law, hearing loss, business brokers, home care, along with many other topics. Now here are your hosts, Steve-O and Sophia. Hey, good afternoon. Welcome to another Ask the Experts. Good evening, everybody in New York. We are having the time of our life today. You know, this is the problem when you do a live show. You never know what's going to happen. And, you know, even look, we even watch Fox TV and, and CNN and they'll freeze once in a while. Well, we have that problem today, but it's okay because we're with you. We've got a... Probably a topic that has been so much asked about that we get letters at least once or twice a week, people going, hey, we got to have a tax relief show. But you know what? It's not so easy finding a great tax relief attorney, but we were able to. Let me welcome to you to, I mean, and you, I am telling you, you are going to love hearing him speak. Let me welcome you to attorney Stephen Moskowitz. Hey, Stephen. Thanks so much. It's great to be back in New York. I'm a former New Yorker myself, graduated from NYU and some other schools in New York. And that's where I was first an attorney and CPA. So the bottom line, I'm really happy for that. And I'm also really happy that I'm talking about taxes. Now, your audience doesn't know me yet, but 
I also, you talked about live TV. I've been a live TV analyst for 17 years, seven years on Fox and 10 years NBC. And I understand with live TV, things can really yes. happen. So I've been part of that world for a long time. But you know what? That makes it more fun. And the bottom line is, I know I, it's funny. When I talk about taxes, I get really excited. And when people don't know me yet, they say, ah, oh, the guy's just putting his on, he's fooling around. I really do get excited about taxes. How is that? The reason is, for most of us, money really affects our lives or lack thereof. And, you know, the more money you have, the better your family lives, your kids go to better schools, wear better clothes, eat better food, live in a better house. That's just the way it is in our society. That's real life. And one of the ways to have more money is to legally pay less taxes. And you say, well, how can I do that? And what people don't realize is there's two purposes to the tax law. One we all know about is to extract money from us. But the other purpose is in a democracy, the government can't order us to do something, even if it's good for the economy, it's what the government wants you to do. So how does the government get you to do something they want you to do, but they can't order you to do it? they pay us and they pay us in the form of tax incentives. And when I started my career out, I, I was so fascinated by that. And I always remember when I went to law school many moons ago, the reason I went, when I set foot into law school on day one, I already had a master's and bachelor's degree in accounting. I already was a practicing CPA and I worked for a big firm who's clients were the Fortune 500. And it, it just boggled my mind how these companies could make so much money and legally pay little or no taxes. That's why I went to law school to find out the secret. And I did. It's called tax planning. And we'll talk about that in another show. So already I'm on your first show here and I'm talking and prepping my next show. So the bottom line is today we're going to talk another aspect about this what do I do if I can't pay my taxes? And this is a very common problem. So the first thing you want to do is not stick your head in the sand. And one of the reasons is, as you know, President, Bi President Biden was instrumental in hiring all those additional IRS agents. And he spent all this money on the IRS. And he specifically said, like any business person would, that for every $1 he spends on the IRS, he expects multiple dollars being brought into the government. Now, you have all these new IRS agents, and they're looking for people, among other things, that didn't pay their taxes. And the bottom line is, don't stick your head in the sand. And that's true if there's just this past year you just couldn't pay, or it's been five years, 10 years, because there's some people who have made the mistake of not paying for a while, and they got away with it. You're not going to get away with it anymore, but there's a good way to fix things. Don't stick your head in the sand. Don't wait for some IRS agent to come ruin your life, your marriage, your business. There are good options. And I know I only have so much time today, but I'm going to talk to you about some of the options. And let's start off with the first one. Some people just don't file a tax return. And the number one reason they don't file a tax return is because they didn't have the money to pay. So they just don't file. And then the second year comes around and they don't file the second year. And then it becomes a lifestyle, a criminal-like lifestyle, a looking over your shoulder lifestyle is the day to day the hour is going to get you. And the bottom line is the government can put you in prison for not filing. And the other thing they do 
is they do something called an SFR. SFR stands for substitute for return. That's where the IRS just makes up a return. And oftentimes that return is way more than you really owe. Suppose you sold a house for a million bucks and the house cost you a million one. You lost money. Well, guess what? The IRS doesn't know or care about the cost piece. He says, hey, buddy, you owe taxes on a million bucks. And he said, well, wait a minute. If that was my principal residence, don't I have all kinds of exclusions and benefits? Yeah, but the IRS isn't going to take them for you. So the bottom line is we want to avoid all that. And the very first thing we do when we take a case, the fact that the IRS says, here's your bill, whatever it is, if it's for a million bucks, if it's for 3,500, if it's for whatever, is the bill wrong? Oftentimes it is. How, how could an IRS bill be wrong? Well, people make mistakes. and IRS makes plenty of them. One way is through the SFR, as I've just explained to you. That's the tax return they just make up. If they made up the return, chances are your real return would be a lot less than the made up return in the SFR. Another thing is the IRS gets a ton of information. And sometimes things are just wrong. They're just flat out wrong. So what we do is we go to the IRS and say, hi. You said my client owes a zillion dollars, but he doesn't, and here's why. Please correct your record. So that's step one. But let's assume you say, Steve, okay, you know, I really do owe these taxes and I just can't pay them. What can I do? Well, one of the things I can do is something called an offer and compromise. Now, an offer and compromise is terrific. Why is it terrific? Because you only pay part of what you owe. And that's it. They forgive the rest. This concept goes back to biblical days where if you owed a debt, one of the ways to satisfy it is to pay part and all is forgiven. It's called an offer in compromise. Now, there's three grounds for an offer in compromise. The first one is called doubt as to collectability. That's where you say, look, I just don't have the income and assets to pay this. And this happens all the time. You know, suppose you had a really good job and you're making lots of money. This is an actual case that we have in the office. And we were representing a gentleman who was making a good amount of money. And what happened was he didn't pay his taxes the first year. But year two, he used his income from year two to pay the taxes for year one. And then year three, he paid, used his year three income to pay year two and so on until he lost his job. Now, eventually he found another job but he couldn't earn anywhere near in the second job what he was earning in the first job. He just couldn't pay his taxes. That could be an example. It happens all the time. Or somebody has a business. And, you know, in business, you can make a lot of money. And overnight, you can lose a lot of money. And the first one is, I don't have the income or assets to pay you. And if that's your case, the government can let you go. Think about it. Steve-O, you just pay part of what you owe. And the government says, that's it, all forgiven. Imagine the burden lifted off you for that. So it's, it's really good, offering compromise. So that's the first ground. Now, suppose Billy Gates is watching this show, and he's sitting in the living room with his buddy Jeff Bezos, and they say, you know, we both owe some taxes. I wonder if I could use offering compromise, but, you know, we've got lots and lots and lots of money. We earn a lot. We have a lot of assets. Could they use it? 
The answer is yes. And the second ground is doubt as to liability. That means it doesn't matter how much you have. You could be a multi-billionaire. You could be sitting on a vault of money, but you say, I don't owe these taxes. So you can test me. The first one was you say, yeah, you owe the taxes. You just can't pay it. The second one is you got lots of money, but you say, I don't owe the taxes. And here's why. Doubt as to liability. You make your case. And this happens all the time when IRS disallows some expense or has something else or there was an order, all kinds of things. So that's the second one. And the third ground is it would be unfair to collect the tax. What do you mean unfair? What is this tax system? You, you trying to tell me the IRS has a heart? Like, like any large group of people, doctors, lawyers, police, or any, any group you want to mention, there's always the real sweethearts, just angels going above and beyond. There's the horrible monsters. But if we look at this like a bell-shaped curve, the really good ones and the really horrible ones, they're on those little tails. We're not going to concentrate on that. We're going to concentrate on the body of this. Most people in an organization, they don't really have anything for or against you. They're just doing their job. So what's this IRS will be unfair to collect the taxes? Well, let's assume you have this situation. Let's assume that you're sitting in your house and you do have a bank account and you have cash in it. But you need to buy some expensive medicine every month to keep you alive. And it's not covered by your insurance. That would be an example. We go to the IRS and say, look, my, my client owes you X. He has more than X in the bank. But if he gives it to you, he will literally die for lack of the medicine. That would be an example. I've had other cases where people were elderly and they had a nice home, high fair market value, no mortgage. And they just say, look, just let me live out my life in my home and then my estate can take care of that. Just leave me alone while I'm alive. So basically, is there something that would be unfair? And a lot of times here you have situations where there's an illness involved and it can be with anybody in the close family unit husband, wife, the kids. There could be other problems too. Maybe somebody is afflicted with a drug addiction and they're in rehab or the kid's in rehab or there's an alcoholism problem. I've done cases where there was a gambling addiction. The government will really work you with these things because when the people think about the IRS, they they, they have this vision of a monolith, like, like something yeah. in a movie. It's a monolith and you can't, you can't talk to a monolith. A monolith just comes along and just crushes you. Nothing to talk about. In, in, in reality, institutions are human beings. When I do a tax case, I don't do the tax case with a wall or a building or a monolith. I do the tax case with another human being and I explain the case. And in order to explain the case, the first thing I do, I call it old fashioned lawyering. Actually listen to the client, listen to what he has to say. And you have something really valuable to say, like, there was a problem in his business. What, what if, for example, a business person didn't pay his taxes? And the reason he didn't, and I've done a bunch of these cases, like embezzlement, where the business owner had no idea the payroll taxes weren't paid. The bookkeeper just stole the money. Now, eventually, when it's found out, we go again and say, look, my guy's not a bad guy. 
He wasn't taking weekend trips to Paris and not paying his taxes. He got robbed like you did. So let's work out a deal. And by the way, you know, it's really not fair to penalize him. So let's knock off the penalties. And then with the taxes, let's work something out that we can pay over a period of time. So that's another thing that we can do. And there, Are you there's saying so much the IRS has a heart? I'm not saying that they have a heart, but some do. Remember, I'm dealing with individuals. Right. And I'm not, I'm not dealing, you know, and it's institutions don't live. Institutions are a, an assemblage of human beings. I'm dealing with somebody that has a human being. And for example, sometimes I'm representing an elderly person who just says, look, just let me just let me live out my life in my house and then take what you have to or let me buy my medicine. So what I would like to say is oftentimes I am dealing with, you know, a rational person. And remember, the IRS is like a cop. They enforce the law, but they don't make it. And Congress gets really, really, really upset if if some rogue IRS agent does something that he shouldn't. Just like if a police officer decides to shoot somebody in a simple traffic stop, the head of the police agency would be really, really upset if an officer did that. And most officers would never do that. But one guy using his gun improperly brings down all kinds of criticism on his whole department and all cops, which again, most cops aren't like that. Most cops would give you their lives to give their lives to save you. We can't look at the one bad guy any more than we can look at the one bad doctor who does surgery that you don't need but wants the money, or one bad lawyer, or one bad whatever, anything else, or, or IRS agent. So there's, you have a lot of tools here. And another one is I talked about leave me alone. There's something called a hardship deferral. Suppose you have this situation. You walk into the office one day, and you're a typical middle-class person, and you have a house and a wife and 2.5 kids, and you have some credit card debt and other things, and the boss says, Merry Christmas, Steve-O. You're fired. Get out today. The yeah. Security will escort you to the door. And you say, oh, my God, you got fired. Well, God forbid, your wife is in the hospital and she's sick. Or your kid has a drug problem or, or something happens. One of the things we do, because, again, when, when people think about the IRS, they think about this monolith. You're right. not dealing with monolith. You're dealing with a human being. By the way, suppose this is your unlucky day. And remember those tail ends for just those few really good and really bad people? What if your bad luck, you get some mean guy and he says, you know, I hate guys that are as good looking as Steve-O. And I hate guys that are in the media. And you look like the guy that done me wrong when I was in high school. And now's my chance to get even with you. I'm really going to do something to you. What do I do now? Now, again, that's very unusual. But to, in, in the extreme, for my example, what do we do now? Well, if that was me and I was representing you, I'd say, oh, no, you're too tough for me. And I go right over his head. And there's a very effective way of, of going over an agent's head, if needed. Oftentimes, Have it's not. Have you had to do that? All the time. Oh. <laughs> and as a matter of fact. So you're not afraid to go over their head. No, it, 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 there's nothing to be fear about. 
we're all bound by a system of laws. Even the politicians are finding that out, that even they are bound by the law. Even the president of the United States is bound by the law. And we all are. So we all utilize that. And the bottom line is there's, a, there's an informal procedure to do that, and there's a formal procedure. The informal procedure is I'm just going to talk to your boss. And you say, look, you know, you got to have a, you know, wrong side of the bed this morning. Is he not feeling well? He's having a bad day. What's going on here? And you work out something in front of the boss. Or there's a formal procedure, which is very, very powerful, called a collection due process hearing that we'll talk about later. But anyway, what happens is you say, well, okay, I have this deal and we'll go ahead. We deal with the agent and there's just all kinds of deals. So we talked about, well, what happens? Let's assume that you're, you, you, you've lost this job or you have this medical problem or your spouse, you ask for something called a collection. You, you ask for something called a hardship deferral. And what the hardship deferral is, it's just in English, leave me alone till I'm back on my feet. Remember when you lost your job a few minutes ago? You say, look, my client lost his job. Leave him alone for a while. When he gets his new job, we'll come back and we'll work something out. And something out could be, maybe we'll make some monthly payments that you can afford. And we're going to talk about that because you have to be able to live too. It's not just, you're going to eat rice soup every night and you're not going to pay your bills. And, and again, here's where negotiations come in because the IRS rule book has all these things that you're not entitled to spend money on if you're on a payment plan. But a lot of times you can talk with the agent and he or she will make an exception. And back when I was a law school professor, I told the new lawyers, at some point in your career, you are going to employ what I call the ah, come on rule. Now, don't be thumbing through your books because you're not going to find the ah, come on rule in your books. That's the difference between experience and the books. Right. And I said, here's what the ah, come on rule is. At some point in your career, you're going to be representing somebody. You're going to say, like, ah, come on. And you talk to the guy and say, look, you know, cut my guy a break. That is the world of, of dealing. That's why so many years ago when I chose a telephone number for our firm, I chose 888-TAX-DEAL. That's what we do for a living. We make deals. It's not just what's in the rule book. We make a deal with another human being. So you said, well, what happens if you get that guy who just says, you know what? No, no, Scrooge lives. No, the Grinch is coming for Christmas and not going to agree to what you say. And let's say... You know, first you do it the, the fast, easy way. And the boss says, yeah, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm the one that made that guy as mean as he is. He's following my exact orders. I'm not going to overrule him. Then I say, okay. Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com, the tool that makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Website creation is hard, but now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and goals, and the Wondersuite tools will automatically lay out your WordPress website or store in minutes. Seriously. From there, you can customize your design, pick your brand colors and add blocks, no custom theme or coding required. You'll get content suggestions that you can keep or revise. And with Yoast SEO built in, we automatically help you get found in search engines. From step-by-step -step guidance to suggested plugins to an AI-powered help bot, 
Our built-in tools make WordPress wonderful for everyone. Maybe that's why Bluehost has been recommended by WordPress.org since 2005. Whether you're a beginner or a pro, you can join over 2 million Bluehost users. Go to bluehost.com slash wondersuite. That's bluehost.com slash wondersuite. Then we file for something called a collection due process hearing. A collection due process hearing is very, very powerful. It takes the case away from the IRS agent, snatches it away from him. Wow. And in, now, now, while the case is away from him, it also prohibits the IRS from taking any collection action against the taxpayer, with the sole exception if the taxpayer only files this for delay, no other reason. We've filed lots and lots and lots of these in our office. Never, repeat, never has any such allegation be made against any attorney in the firm. It's never happened to us. So now what happens, your case goes before a hearing officer. And the hearing officer is an IRS person, but he's a lot more senior, he's a fresh person. And we say, look, you know, we try to work this out with the IRS agent and maybe he's having a bad day or he didn't realize that my client needs to do this. And a lot of times, especially business people, they have exceptions. Like somebody needs a certain quality type of car to go ahead and do their business. Maybe you're a real estate agent and you drive people around. We well, have to have a nice car. If you have an old rattle trap, that'll set the wrong idea or some other right. business. Or maybe you have to fly for Paris. You, your clients are in Paris and Honolulu. And I said, what? You're taking trips to Paris and Honolulu and you haven't paid your tax? There's no way in the world I'm going to let that. Well, wait a minute. That's where my, that's where my clients customers are. This is, these are all business trips for him or whatever it is. So the bottom line is you get the hearing officer, you present your case to the hearing officer. And if the hearing officer agrees with us, then we have a deal. It doesn't matter what the agent said. We went over his head. If you're in the army and you disagree with the sergeant and the colonel says you can do something different than the sergeant, it doesn't matter what the sergeant says. So oftentimes we'll settle with the settlement officer. But Steve-O, suppose you're just, this is just your unlucky day. And the hearing officer abuses his discretion and we still have a problem. What do we do? Now we can go into tax court. And once again, when we file the tax court petition, that stops the IRS from taking any collection against the taxpayer with the same sole exception, unless the taxpayer filed it for the sole reason of delay. Once again, we filed countless of these in our office. Never repeat, never has any such allegation been made against any attorney in our firm. So now what happens, the case, it's gonna sit for a while until we get into court. But before we get into court, we're gonna to talk to the IRS attorney. And the IRS attorney, most attorneys, and by the way, there's a standing general order before you march into court. It, it's not like in the movies where Everything's the trial. You come in, you say, ladies and gentlemen of the jury, and you know, you make your case and it's all nice. In real life, there's a, there's a standing order and most things are settled. Most things never get into the courtroom. 
And what happens is a standing order where the attorneys have to do what's called meet and confer. And meet and confer means you talk to your lawyer and say, can we work something out and not waste the judge's time? Judges love that. Judges push that. There's a standing order. You better not set foot in that courtroom unless you met and conferred with that other attorney. And only if the two of you just can't work something out, then the judge will get involved. But first, you have to say, judge, we did everything we could to not be here. So you talk to your other attorney. And typically what we'll do is we'll say to the client, look, even though the IRS can't collect anything from you, let's make voluntary payments of what you can afford. So by the time we get in here and the process I've talked about, now it might be two years later. If I absolutely have to, I can say to the IRS attorney or if absolutely necessary, just look, my guy didn't have to pay a penny. He made voluntary payments of everything he could afford the past two years. Let's just let him keep making the same payments. A lot of times they'll say, okay. So again, the rule of reason, the SEC uses this a lot. It's called the rule of reason. You work out something that's reasonable. And that's one of the ways that you go ahead and deal with a tax problem when you disagree with somebody. Now, what if you have this situation? What if we're representing Brad Pitt? And Brad says, you know, Steve, all of my tax problems are from that Angelina. Because, you know, Angelina did these appearances and she didn't report it on her tax return. And, and here, you know, we did file a joint return. And now the IRS is chasing me for what his ex-wife didn't pay. What do you do now? Now, you know, when you file a joint return, you're jointly and severally liable. That means regardless of who made the money, the government can collect it from either spouse. So one party could work outside the home, yet the IRS can say, I think I'll collect it from the stay-at-home spouse. You're going to ask for something called innocent spouse. And that's where you say, look, I didn't, have, I didn't know she was doing this. I didn't have benefit from her. Don't hold me responsible, even though we filed a joint return. It's called innocent spouse. And a lot of times when people are getting divorced, they're going to use this. Now, you say, well, okay. That's one of the things that I can do. And another thing that people will ask is, can the IRS seize my house? That's, that's, that's really awful. That is the world's worth. You don't want them to seize your house. Now, you don't want them to... I hope the audience writes that down. Do not get your house seized. That's, even if I hadn't been on your show today, they probably would say, no, I don't want my house seized. It's like, also, oh, you don't want Mike yeah. Tyson to come over and give me a punch in the jaw. So, what, what, but what happens is one of the reasons you don't want it seized is because when the IRS puts it up for tax sale, maybe one of your investment guys will talk about this, going to tax sales. It's a great bargain for the guy that goes to a tax sale because the IRS sells the house for way less than the equity. It's horrible. You really, really lose. But with your personal residence, you have special protection. No matter what the agent threatens you with, your personal residence is the only asset that the IRS agent can't seize him or herself. You can't take it against the law. They have to turn it over to the IRS attorneys. 
then the IRS attorneys have to go into federal district court on something very similar to a foreclosure proceeding. Before that happens, you make a deal with the attorney. And, and again, no joke about the 888 tax deal. Basically, this is a very large part of any lawyer's job, making a deal. It's not like TV where you want to show how brilliant you are with your argument in court. A good lawyer just cares about getting the best result for his client. Most things are done outside of court. We you talk to the other lawyer and say, look, you know, come on, let's take a look at the client's circumstances here. Let's work something out. So usually that's what you want to do. You want to save the house. You do not want them to do that. Now, suppose you say, well, you know, I've got plenty of equity in my house and my credit score is okay. I would just take a second on my house and give the IRS the money. But you know what those guys did over the IRS? They put a tax lien on my house and now the bank won't touch me or the bank down the street will touch me, but their interest rate makes the local loan shark blush. Is there something you can do for me? And the answer is yes. It's called a lien subordination. Now, what happens with a lien subordination is, once again, we make a deal. We go to the IRS and say, okay, look, let's make a deal. So envision it like this. You ever see in the movies where you have two parties making exchange where they don't, they don't trust each other? Yeah. So they're going to exchange something. They're going to exchange a bolt of cloth for a coin. So the, each one with one hand, you hold on to the bolt of the cloth and the other hand, the coin, one, two, three, at the same time, you exchange it. That's sort of what a lien subordination is, where we say, that's okay, look, the bank won't deal with my client with a lien subordination. An awful lot of banks won't. And the few that will just really charge a high interest rate. So let's do this. Let's temporarily take this off in exchange for the IRS getting the money from the bank. So everybody wins here. So what happens is the bank is happy because they're not coming in behind somebody else's lien. They have a good position on the house. The IRS is happy because they got paid. And the taxpayer is happy because he took some equity out of the house and paid off his tax debt. It's called a lien subordination. And also, we really want to avoid a tax lien because that really plays havoc with your credit score. That'll really drop your credit score. You, you really don't want a tax lien. And there's all kinds of things that you want to prevent. For example, when a client comes and says, hey, I got this bill from the IRS and I can't pay it. One of the things, one of the first things we do is go to the IRS and say, let's work out a deal. I just took this case and how about you just do nothing with the taxpayer for a while until we, we talk because what you want to avoid is seizures. Official name is called levies, but it's just a seizure. And you say, well, doesn't the IRS have to give me notice if they would seize my bank account? Well, Steve, tell me, suppose somebody said, you know, here it is Tuesday. Tomorrow around noontime, I'm going to stroll over to the last national bank where you have your bank account. and I'm going to take your money. What would you do today? I would call you. Good. 
So, and, and I would say to the others, hey, don't do anything. Let's just work something out. Because no, they don't give you advance notice because if they did, people would move their money. A right. seizure is a sneak attack. So I say, you know, tomorrow around noontime, I plan on sneaking up on you and stabbing you in the back. Well, no, then you know it's a sneak attack. It wouldn't work. So that's what we asked. In the former words, we asked the government, please don't take any, it's called enforced collection action against my client. We work something out. And one of the things is we have good communication with the agent. And another thing people ask is, how do you even get a hold of these guys? So I'm going to say, you know, I called and the phone rang and rang and rang. And every year in the newspaper, the IRS acknowledges that they don't answer most phone calls. They just don't. So how do we get through? Do, do, we, do we put on swami hats and have some magic seance that we do to get through? No. If you're a professional, you have special numbers that are available only to the professionals. And then, you know, some of these agents we, we deal with all the time. But that's a big difference. That's how a professional can get through when someone that's not a, a tax professional just can't. So the, the bottom line is I could go on and on and on and on. You know, people, when they when they first meet me, they think I'm joking. I get really excited about talking about taxes, but I really love it. Yeah. And I do get excited because I know what I can do for me. It's like a medical doctor that knows he or she can really make a patient's life better. I know we can make your life better, too. <laughs> if you were a medical doctor, I would say everyone else has three or four ways to uh, deal with cancer. You've got 20 ways to deal with cancer. You're and amazing. I, well, thank you. And, you know, I've dedicated my professional life to this. And part of it, I before tell. I was... Part of it is before I was a tax attorney, I was a CPA, so I don't just understand the highfalutin theories, but, you know, it's like some somebody just out of law school, they learn what the law is, but they don't know where the courtroom is. We know where the courtroom is, and we understand where it goes on the form and the number crunching. We also understand the process of the IRS dealing with the agents, because it's not just knowing what the law is. How does it work? How are the procedures? And again, all the years in the trenches doing this, and again, I understand the importance of this to somebody's life. And again, I use the very basic golden rule. To the best of my ability, I just treat somebody the way I would want to be treated if the positions were reversed. That's so simple, but it really works. We're here to take care of people, and we can really, really, really make their life better. For example, we had a client that every year he just couldn't pay his tax. He had a terrible problem. I said, well, you're paying too much to begin with. We did some tax planning for him. And two years later, he was sitting in my office saying, wow, he used to come in crying about all the taxes he couldn't pay. And now he's got this big retirement account we set up for him. And his taxes are all satisfied and he has all this money they didn't have before. That's part of using the incentives of tax law. So again, I could... I could take everybody else you have schedules time, which the other guys probably would take objection to. But well, there's just so much here. I've never had this happen before. So we're in a lot of different markets. And today I actually spoke to three different um, tax relief. Two of them are attorneys. And I said, watch the show tonight to give you an idea, because they've never done it like you have. They've never had a TV show like you have. I said, just tune in tonight. I have got, of the three, 
I've got two who have written me saying, you're really good. You really know Thanks. what you're talking about. Thank that, you. Those are unbelievable compliments. And and tell the guys thanks. I very much appreciate it, especially coming from a fellow well, professor. They heard you say it. <laughs> they heard you say it. And I've done something else I normally don't ever do either. Is I'm so mesmerized by everything you have to say. I've even kept you on longer. Um, you'll be back again with us next month, Stephen. We are so blessed to have you. I mean, I've been doing this for 12 years, and you I have learned more in our last two shows than I have the entire 12 years. Wow. I, I, thank you so much. I, I, I really goes right really to my heart. That. This is my life. This is my soul. And this is such a big deal to me. And you get a compliment like that. Thank you. That really touches me. Well, I am so glad we have you. Let's give everybody who's listening on radio your phone number and website. You can call us toll-free at 888-TAX-DEAL. That's 888-T-A-X-D-E-A-L, 888-TAX-DEAL. Or visit us online at MoskowitzLLP.com, M-O-S-K-O-W-I-T-Z-L-L-P.com. We'll be letting you know when Stephen's going to be on next month. Stephen, thank you so much. I hope you're having a wonderful holiday. Um, a happy new year. Well, of course, you know, I'm, I'm having a great time because right now we're doing year end tax planning for people and they're just amazed. Oh, what? You mean if I do that, I, I save all these taxes. That's, that's to me, that's very gratifying. That, yes. That's like an orthopedic surgeon say, yes, you can walk again. No, you don't need the braces. But you know what else I think is satisfying and is, you know, you've heard clients talk about, how much pressure they had on them. Those envelopes are coming in, oh. even though they're not even opening them. And you took a lot of pressure off their backs because you get to talk to the IRS now and they don't have to anymore. That's right. That's absolutely right. What we want to do for you is do everything for you so you don't have to talk to them, deal with them, having to do with them. And, you know, this affects so many other areas of life because. I've seen so many people getting divorced over this when there's no other marital problem. And I said, if you don't have any other marital problem, oh, there's no way in the world you should do that. And, and I have seen all kinds of people doing all kinds of things that they shouldn't in desperation when you don't have to do that. I, I feel like if you know I were a Western medical doctor going to some village where they, they didn't have this medicine and people are suffering and dying, say, oh my God, just take this pill and you'll be fine. And here's how you can drink clean water. And here's how you can. And, and to me, it's like, oh, my God, it, 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 it's the humanity. This I have seen this cause such suffering and it doesn't have to be. And this this is something that's completely curable, fixable. You don't have to suffer over it. And we just do it for you. And people don't realize. But. The problem is, and that's why I want to spread the knowledge, you don't reach out for something that you don't know exists. Right. If you were, exactly. if you were looking, you wouldn't look in your, your top kitchen drawer for something that you didn't know was in there. But if it's in there, it says, you know, if you just took this product out, it would. there's a fire extinguisher in there. 
just you didn't know that well if you just take it out it'll put out the kitchen fire before the house burns down bro i love you thank you so much Stephen mikowski we'll see you again next month my pleasure take care thank guys. you Stephen. wow Stephen mikowski what a great tax attorney he is uh, we are so lucky to have him on the show. Give him a call. Again, it's 888-829-3325. That's 888-TAX-DEAL. Uh, now, we're going to get out of here. Rebel, thank you so much. I uh, hope I get everything cleared up for tomorrow morning show. Y'all have a good evening. See you. Thanks for tuning in today to the Ask the Expert show on W4CY Radio and Talk 4 TV. Tune in next week and every week to hear more from our experts on personal injury, insurance, air condition repairs, estate planning, Medicare, and many other topics in the areas of legal, health, financial, and home improvement. See you next week. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.